Hi everyone, Jeanette Marie here with Energy for the Soul and more, and this is Spiritually Speaking. Let's chat! And with me is the most magnificent Vicky Virtuoso, goddess extraordinaire, the heart of love, my friend, and I think one of the greatest Pilates teachers around, and she is going to share with us Connected at the Core. What does that mean to you, Vicky? Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me and for that wonderful introduction. Um, connected at the core, to me, is the core is everything. The core, the inner of everything. Your core, the core of the earth, the core of an apple, the mm. apple seed, the core of women where we give birth. The core is everything. It's where it all starts. It does all start there. I'm in complete agreement. So how did you find yourself there? What was your journey like to get there, to get here, to get now? I think the core never gets lost. So I don't think you can ever find it. I think it just is. We tap into it. It's um, the illusion that it's somewhere else, like nature. We're not in nature. We are nature. Mm. So we are part of that. We are not, you know. The universe isn't out there, it's in here. It's That's the core. We're connected to it all, at all times. So intuition, right? Inside knowledge. Where does it come from? Right, the core. The source. Right. We are the source. It's yes. That's how we know things. How do we know to breathe when we're born? Right. We just know. Some It's like the gift the universe gives you when you <laughs> get to run your life. So... That's what I think is the core. I couldn't agree more. So what happens for you in your work and your life path when you run across people who seem to be operating from harm? You know, their bodies mm -hmm. are hurting, their minds are hurting. How do you redirect them back to? To themselves? Yes, please. I think above it all, I remind them of who they are. How do you do that? By shining a light into the dark corner. Mm. And I think especially women, we get thrown off our path because we take care of our children, we take care of our men, our parents, whatever is there. And oftentimes we put ourselves second or third or fifth and then lose connect. And then to reconnect, you have to be reminded of who you are inside, not the kids, not the husband, nothing else, just you. Really, you are enough. Mm. And you are beautiful. Anything else would be an offense to the universe. You think the universe is so magical and you're the one person who fucked up? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Couldn't have said it better either. That's magical. Can you give me some examples of what you've experienced with, you know, beautiful, sacred, divine? I'm sure masculine as well, but um, that have, you know, unflowered in front of you and rebirthed themselves. Yes. I, for example, have gotten a friend and client through a divorce and I knew her before and through and after and I remember when she came to me saying to her I know you and your natural lines and I will carve them back out for you mm. and that has nothing to do with body shape or size but with the weight you're carrying what you're holding on to all the pain or the sacrifice or the giving off you until you're empty mm. and then you have she to... pointed at me everyone 
just want the world to know that little secret pause. She looked at me like, yes, you girl. It's true. Uh, it's true. I guess. So that's what I think. I think it's to, to reconnect and to love. Love is always the answer. Love is always the solution. It's always the medicine for everything. Nothing can be not healed with love. Mm. It's so refreshing to know that you know that. And, you know, listen, I've known you for a lot of years, almost mm -hmm. 10 years now. So I'm, I'm well-versed in your language. I've yeah. watched you demonstrate it. I've watched you be shunned for it. And I've also watched you refuse to settle for less. If you settle for less, that's what you get. Less. Mm. I want more. The world needs more love, not less love. Imagine the song. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I do. <laughs> I think that ultimately we come with all the answers. It's about being revealed. What does that mean, being revealed? Hmm. I mean, to put it in a Bible verse, right? It shall be revealed to you at the right time. Sometimes the seeds are planted a long time ago, and it doesn't make sense until way later. But you already knew this at birth. Agreed. It just knows. doesn't make sense yet. And then slowly, as the veils are being pulled back or the layers are being pulled back, you get to the core. Mm. I also like the, the understanding that the soul knows, right? So yeah. the soul enters the vessel, the vessel exits mommy, and henceforth we become this living, beautiful light being in this new placement, yeah. the, the vessel of human, right? But it does know. We were actually, Caroline and I were having a conversation on the way over about how, what is it like for me in certain times to like be experiencing people's energy. And I shared with her, I was my first time at Mother Ama and we went into there and watching all the energy and feeling all the people because I'm a medium clairvoyant, as you know, that's how we met. <clears throat> so honored to know you, by the way. Ditto. Oh, thanks, baby. So, we, you know, I entered into this building with all these so-called light beings. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying that shadow self was definitely present. And so was mine by the judgment. And I'm not confused about that, right? And I remember sitting there and as Mother Ama walked in, um, this little boy, I don't know, in, between three and five years old, you know, he's right in that. He jumps up and he's like, Ama, Ama, Mother Ama. And he was so elated, like the spirit of him was so big and so excited. And the mother like saying, hey, no, 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 don't do that. And Mother Ama literally saying, let that child be. Yeah. And then we got into this topic about, well, what do you think that's like, Caroline? What is that about? Did you think that that creates hindrance for that child? I said that moment could have. It could have created that hindrance. His authentic self, his natural incarnate being, his spirit self was excited and exuberant about the light because he knew, his soul knew. He knew the blessing of that being. But the mama in her shadow selves and all the veils that had been placed in front of her by, you know, what is it? Um, what, what book is that? Neil Donald Walsh in, my goodness, I'm running out of the thought. And that's just one of my favorite books of all times. What what book was it? Do you remember? Conversations with God. Volume one. Thank you, my love. <laughs> Thank God for her. Conversations, volume one, page 15. It talks about, you know, Neil Donald Walsh asks God, why do people love? Why do people love, then destroy, and then love again? And he says, because it's the gods of your own universe, don't you see? 
is, is it not true that the gods of your universe, your parents, in your greatest exuberance have shut you down? Mm -hmm. And that's not why I would see you at all. I would see you to shine brighter, right? That kind of comprehensive. And I thought that moment right there, because Amma supported him, mm -hmm. taught Mama to let baby be, I won't be seeing them later in their life or whomever, right? Mm -hmm. In that moment, they were supported at their core. Yeah. So you're able to see that. You're able to see where the veil has lifted. Oh, the light's going on. Her her cup lights up. And as we said that, it goes. You're able to see the darkness in them by the way they yes. fill in the blanks. I think also the darkness is important. None of this good vibes only, lights only, shenanigans. That's couldn't. It's so wrong, I think. It's, I shouldn't say wrong. I think it's. Misinformation. It's wrong. It's that's right. Because I'm like, you know, the light defines and defies the mm. dark, right? So we need the dark. If we don't have dark, and think of photography. Remember in back in the day when you would actually be in the dark room and you watch an image come up. Mm. Before the image comes up, because of its shadows, it's a white piece of paper. The magic happens with the darkness. We need the darkness too. Now the illusion of controlling it is something else Hello. that we don't need to do. I mean, I don't have children, but um, I believe controlling them is probably not the way, right? So they're given to you to take care of, not to control. You can shape them with your love and you can give them advice to be on their path, but don't mutilate who they're supposed to be. Mm. Let them be truly let them be like they are as is is enough that the soul knows we know our assignments we know what we came for and our ancestors are also there to guide us absolutely they're not just now not going to look at us anymore they're always there so we know we don't need always to control everything and now is the time to do this or party partying at two so what if it's two and six months who cares like nobody cares yeah, it's absolutely. not important and you are making a, a little human feel so bad for something he doesn't even understand mm -hmm. not necessary do you feel that adults do that yeah i mean i'm a control freak myself in all honesty but i also understand mostly i have to check myself I mean, I like the illusion of it, but I understand intellectually that that's not possible. It's one step away from manipulation. What do we need to control? Nothing. Right. Right. Because we're all here just to have this beautiful ethereal experience. It, it's us. We're not God. We don't need to play God. We don't need to think that I know what's best for you. You know what's best for you. I may shine a light. I may help and hold your hand, but I'm not going to yank you in my direction. Right, right. It's arrogant. It's arrogant. <laughs> I find it so arrogant. People, you know what you should do? No, and neither do you. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> How about it? You know, it's... Uh... But what about those who are lost and confused and kind of out there that come to see you because, you know, their bodies are hurting yeah. or they're obsessed with staying physically fit and starving themselves? What happens there? I mean, the first thing I always say when people say, how can I get a booty like yours? I say, feed it. <laughs> you have to feed <laughs> the it. The Italian in you. You have to feed it. And, and that goes for everything else. Feed the zest of life. 
feed your what you know we again we know what we need i think when women come to me and they want to be skinny i'm like what are you really yearning for you're hungry for something starving is not going to feed that what are you really hungry for you want love you want attention you want to have a baby whatever it is right let's look at the root the core I mean, I, they don't call it the core for nothing, you know. Right. It really, really is true. There is nothing else. I said it so many times. What are you holding on to? What are you afraid of? Look at your fears. Mm. Not, no better way of dealing with fear than leaning into it. What is really happening? Why are you here? I'm not a magician. You need somebody to slap the fork out of your hand. That's one thing. But realistically, right, what you want from me is to remind you of who you are, to show you your real beauty. And that has nothing to do with size. I have clients in all sizes. And all over the world, man. All I over add? the world, yes, yes, thank you. But each one of them is someone else's dream body. Mm. Each one of them is someone else's goal body. When clients say to me, oh, I weigh 120 pounds. You know, I grew up in Europe. I still think in kilograms. I'm like, is that a lot or a little for you? Right, right. <laughs> I don't know. It's our perspective. Like, to you, 120 seems amazing. To me, 120 seems you need a sandwich. I don't know. What's 120? <laughs> you know, it's, it's how you feel. How do your clothes fit? Right. That's what you want from me. You want me to remind you that you just need a size bigger then. You'll be fine. Mm. It's I, this whole superficial. I mean, and in my industry, there's a lot of that, you know, wearing $300 outfits to yoga and Pilates class and paying an expensive membership. That's not going to deal with the emptiness you really have. Right. Uh, you can wear the fanciest pants in the world. If you're empty, you're empty. Nothing to fill the pants with. <laughs> yeah. You have to connect to that wear literally wear the pants <laughs> right right can you give me some examples of how you've seen people and you just knew and well i know how you know intuitively but the world may not in this conversation okay i tell you this i have a client in france super amazing successful doctor um in her i don't even know like late 50s really very cool powerful woman she had hip surgery a while ago. She's a helicopter skier and, you know, she's that very active lady. And then she had hip surgery and she froze and she let fear get to her. Mm. When I started working out with her, I was like, so you don't trust your hip. And she looked at me and I knew that I had her. I was yeah. like, I could see it. And you know that it's true. And I said to her, that's like going to the mechanic to get your brakes fixed and then not trusting that that mechanic did a good job and you're just going to drive your car into a wall instead of testing the brakes. Why not give the brakes a chance and see if just just might work out? And I started making a little balancing stuff. I mean, within a month, I had her back to everything works. We're doing full on hip exercises. She's back to normal. She's going to go skiing this winter. Oh, I love it. That's so beautiful. <laughs> I'm so excited. But, but again, it's, I think what she was stuck was in her mind, not in her hip. She was just holding on to something in there. And, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. It stopped her where her greatest fear was, probably. Not being able to be not, mobile. Being not so active. Exactly. 
for exactly. sure. Exactly. So what do you think separates you from the rest of the Pilates? Not that we're comparing, but I just know that you have a certain extra sauce that you bring to the table mm-hmm. that's spiritual, right? It's Thank it's you. honest, grounded. You meet people and greet people right where they are. You never go above them or below them. You stand within them, but never losing mm-hmm. your own power. Thank you. So I guess I'm kind of answering my own question. <laughs> All of You're that. welcome. <laughs> Right. But really, Um, what what do you think? What is it that led you to Pilates? What brought you here? You have traveled the world and been all over the world in every artistic community there is and have centered yourself as an artist. As you walk, you breathe, you talk. Your lifestyle is art walking. Even the cups you drink out of. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Um, Well, I always say I do Pilates for the soul. People forget that it's a mind-body connection. It's not a body-body connection. Mm -hmm. It's mind-body. The mind is the master. You have to learn to control the mind. That's where meditation comes in, fasting, whatever you want to do. You have to be the captain of your ship. And that starts with the main organ, your brain. The brain. That's all of it. That goes for life, sex, fitness, everything. Everything there is, it starts with the brain. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what I do. I reconnect people, mind, body, and spirit. That's to me the where it really comes together. Right. And for me, what I loved so much about Pilates is, I mean, he called it contrology. He didn't call it Pilates himself, Joseph Pilates. Oh. <laughs> and that really spoke to me. I'm like, ooh, I get paid to control. Fantastic. <laughs> BDSM, here I come. Oh, no, just so kidding. Great. Just no, kidding. no, it's the truth. <laughs> um, and that was just so fantastic. Like, it, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Everything to me that Joseph Pilates said and how he built it makes so much sense. How did it's he a build formula. It? Well, inside out. Oh. There's no shortcut. It's the core. The core is everything. It really is. <laughs> there right. is no... I'm not going to work out your arms if your core is not activated. You have to activate everything. And it's magic. How do you activate a core? Well, your abs. You know, you pull in, you breathe, you connect your spine to the floor. That's the main connecting. Breath. mm -hmm. Yeah. By doing those, it connects what? Your core. Your core. So then you're strong then all of a sudden? So if I breathe and I do ab work and I connect my spine to the floor? You get stronger, yeah. I'm strong? Stronger. Stronger, rather? You already are strong. Right. Yeah, I am. But Yeah, you get stronger. Well, yeah, that is what it really is. You know, the the abs, we call them the corset, mm. and it's the transversus, is the only muscle in the body that goes sideways. So you can literally think of it as a corset. Oh. It holds your upper body and your lower body. It's connected the hip. It stabilizes it all. Connects it. Yeah. It's it's really it's so powerful on so many levels. I mean, again, as women, we give life there. That's where our reproductive organs are. We bleed from it mm. and carry on with life like nothing is happening. By the way, I want to see a man do that. Sacred, divine, feminine. Here we come. I mean, that is the core. We create life. Mm. You know, when they say the patriarchy, what is that? They right. live in the patriarchy, not us. We birthed the patriarchy no man was birthed by a man hello so sorry <laughs> let's get it together sorry not sorry i mean it just is what it is we can 
because yeah. we put around it all we want, the core is the core. The mm -hmm. core of life, nature, the universe, everything. The source of mm -hmm. it all is the core. The inner being of us. Baby batter. It's made from you. Right. I mean, you've birthed, you know. Yes. I'm just reminded of, you know, the idea of how powerful and how incredibly brave women are because we'll, we'll ride or die we'll, we'll get in it and we'll get on it and we'll we'll go we are some of the most courageous bountiful creatures i think made yes right yep in his image mm. he's us mother father god that's correct yes 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 i mean I, I again i so strongly believe that if we are made in his image then we are god why don't we treat each other like gods and goddesses right yeah, because, you know, if you go to like Joseph Campbell or, you know, read any of Norman Paulson and, you know, the, the Christ consciousness, he goes into talking about their, all the ways mother, father, God mm. came together and then in unison created the Christed ones, right? So then we can move in forward into that and let's just not trying to get biblical on everyone, but there's no shame in that. Knowledge is knowledge. And then Mary birthing Christ. And then after Christ, she headed up the Essenes, right? Which held all the sacred Sanskrits and taught all the other disciples and followers, if I may. It sounds like a horrible word, but, you know, the no, tribe of the Essenes about the sacred truths of what energy can do and how it operates and the way it moves and, and all the healing that we get to lovingly um comprehend and that it says in all like scrolls of the Essenes and the um, Dead Sea Scrolls rather and uh, Lost Text of the Essenes is how I really wanted to say that it talks about we're the only creature on earth that carries the matter of the God and the angels as well as the human experience from which we walk in yeah and, mm -hmm. and also energy doesn't get destroyed it can never get lost it can never be destroyed yeah Thank you, Albert. Hi. <laughs> and Einstein. so, and also Greg Braden carrying that torch forward, you know, as a modern day scientist and spiritualist and bringing all the facts from way back when and all the text and all these things I'm referencing into one collective comprehensive understanding of how you can sit in the room. It's measured, right? Energy can be measured because we're all light being slowed down to matter. It's, it's science. Yeah. Right. You're in the room one day and you can leave two days later that your energy will still be in that room. Oh, yeah. But your physicality will be gone. Why yeah. is that? Is always the question he invokes, right? Yeah. And so in there, I think that's part of our core too. It's like in some subconscious, consciously great, expansive way, we do understand that we are the energy of all that is, mm -hmm. right? How do we master it? Like you said, and it really is of the mind now, isn't it? Yeah. And also... I think sometimes we stumble into it. Mm. We don't even know we're being guided. Tell me about like that. Like I've been in Bangkok walking, you know, at night, figuring stuff out, going down an alley and like, mm, not the alley for me. How do I know this? Right. I've never been there. But I know in my inner being, girl, you better turn around mm. and you move. Or to just know, like, my granny, my American granny, you know, that passed away. I do. Um, I was so close with her. Very few women in the world I felt so seen and loved by. I knew in my inner being 
that we are connected at that core. Mm-hmm. And she was a choir director. And one time I walked in, she was a choir director in church in Compton. So I'm going there, five different buses. I wasn't driving yet. <laughs> and I get there and she turns around, the choir stops. She's like, that's my grandbaby. Aww. And I felt like she beamed me over to her. I, I could feel, it felt like a hug. Mm. I will never forget this moment. I mean, it was very angelic. You know, with the choir in the background and her wearing white. But it was just this, in my core, I felt what she said. Mm. Earth shattering. You know, when you say in your core, when, I mean, we experience this physically when we make love sometimes, where is the difference between hooking up with somebody making love. But when someone can say that cross the room, in church, then we're intimate, then we're connected at the core. So, yeah. Hi, Granny. Yes, yes, yes. You know, she's here. So, yeah, that's beautiful. She's going to show a sign watch. So, however, I would like to like expand a little bit on that, if I may, <laughs> because you have this incarnate act whenever I'm off or I'm not feeling well or I'm hurting somewhere. And I've not talked to you in a week or two or whatever that time space be. And you always be like, how you doing? <laughs> What's going on? Thinking of you. Because mm-hmm. you're always spot on. It's never when I'm like, everything's peaches, roses. Mm-hmm. You know, the queen has come. It's always when I'm in that low space. And, you know, I love that you talk about that. Because even though we're higher beings, mm-hmm. and, and all of us are, there's no question. I'm not subjugating like lower, higher, but all of us are. But some of us have a real map on this earth. Yeah. We have a real purpose for this planet. And even if it's just one person at a time, and yeah. as servants, we serve and we serve mm-hmm. and we serve. And I'm still learning those lessons of like rejuvenate baby, mm-hmm. slow down, take a breath, fill back up and then go back out and serve. Mm-hmm. But you always seem to tap right into that. Where do you feel that? I've often wanted to ask you, I know how I feel it. Yeah. Because I do it with you too sometimes too. I, I was just going to say, you do the same thing. You'll text me 6.05 in the morning. Hi, baby. Just check it in. I'm like, mm-hmm. Jeanette <laughs> <laughs> is in my phone. It's Jeanette, star, moon, medium, star, moon. So it's literally like the universe is so calling So it's a lot you. of M's, but it's not Marie. Got it. <laughs> Sorry, no Marie in there. But I'm always like, yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to know where I feel it? Where? Honestly? Yeah. My womb. Yeah, me too. I was going to say in the belly button. Mm-hmm. I I feel different people all over the world. I mean, that sounds crazy, but some people all over the world in my belly button. I have it with, um, sometimes if I really like someone, I c- can channel them into my belly button and I know when they're stressed or when they're sad or upset. When I really like someone, I... I feel them in my belly button and it's almost like I just know. Oftentimes I, I get more cautious because I've also upset people like, why are you checking in on me so much? Or why they're not able to receive it Mm. or they get intimidated by it or annoyed. And I'm like, no, I just, my belly button said that maybe you're sad. (laughs) I totally get you. And I know how that sounds to others, but you understand it. For example, I sometimes I know when people are pregnant. It's the funniest thing. I'm like, are you pregnant? And they're like, uh, yeah. I'm like, weird. 
And that's what? Intuition, inside knowledge. Mm-hmm. We just know. And sometimes we can really tap into that. And sometimes like if I'm really stressed or something, I don't necessarily, I'm not as in tune. It's like the channel is a little clogged. And then when I meditate and I keep it clean, then I, I can see it. Also with clients, sometimes I just know today they're going to cry. They're just going to cry, which is also when you do so much work at the core, it cracks open and all the trauma and pain and whatever else comes out shows up on the reformer sometimes. Absolutely. The reformer is a Pilates machine. Pilates machine so that I'm yes. just clear. Yes, yes, it is. It reforms. <laughs> Reform. Right. I mean, that's such a beautiful, I never thought of it that way. It's like a reframing something, right? Yeah. It's like Mind, you, body, and spirit. That's what it is. I remember when, when I was studying to be a teacher and everybody kind of assumed that we're going to work at a studio and I always assumed I was going to work in my own studio. Right. <laughs> and and you do. Like, well, good luck making money. And I'm like, I will. Yeah. <laughs> you and know? you're fully self-sufficient. Yeah. And you take at least two trips a year that I'm aware of. Yes. I just always felt like I don't want to do the masses. Mm-hmm. I, I want to do one-on-one. It's I want to go deeper. I don't like that you know, up here, superficial, loud music, everybody does an exercise. If you want that, you could do it on YouTube or go for a jog or something. But I want to connect. And you do. You really, really do. Thank you. You have such an array of clients yes. from all over the world. Yes. And it's always referral-based. Yes. Yeah. You know, my all-time favorite female photographer, <laughs> Veronique. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wanted to meet this woman for 20 years. I mean, we missed each other at parties. She shot a bunch of my girlfriends in the 90s. I almost shot with her ex-husband. It's always been like this. And then I get a text one day. Hello, this is Veronique. All my friends do Pilates with you. <laughs> Any chance you can put me in? I, I was like, what? What? No way. Like, I couldn't believe it. It's yes. like best case scenario. Not only am I going to get to meet you, you want to do Pilates? <laughs> like, Which is intimate, right? Intimate I mean, you it's see. so yeah. fantastic. And now I see her every day, five times a week. And she says, you're my little sunshine. And I'm like, you're my big sunshine. I'm so excited to see her every day. Love it. You get to go on a journey. And she's in France. But right before I teach her every morning, I teach my friend Dana in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. She just moved her. This is another one. Her when we started a few years ago, I said to her, well, what is your goal? What are we trying to do here? And she said, mm, she's from Canada, but she was coming to Venice like once or twice a year. And she right, was staying right. with me. And she said, well, I want to work out in my bra like the California girls do. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Well, there's a lot more to that. But sure, we did the work. We went really, really deep. What are you holding on to? What is going on? What are you running from? What are you running to? She now moved to Costa Rica, um, serves every day. I don't think I've seen her in clothes in the last year or so. (laughs) We work out in her bra all the time. And she has completely stepped into her power. Mm. I always say to her, you've completely stepped into your goddessness. Mm. And it shows inside and outside. It shows in her eyelashes. Yeah, she is wide eyed, open, open heart, open to the universe, open to the people on the island. I mean, she has arrived. 
And she was a very, very successful woman before Tavares. But a layer was missing. And now she's found the courage to actually do it and to commit, to commit to herself. I said, that's consistency, babe. And now, as I said, every day I start my day with her and then I go to Paris real quick and I teach Rodrigue and then I teach my other client in New York. And it's, it becomes this meeting. Mm. You meet people where they are, not just city wise, but also I see you, I meet you. We're on this journey together. I, I got the little light and I'm getting you out of wherever you were stuck. Mm. I've got my, the little light and I'm getting you out of where you were stuck. The dark corners. My my client in New York was in a relationship that was not very satisfying and encouraging. And there was a very big moment that happened. And and I said to her, how, how much more time do you want to spend on that? Oh, when you're ready, I'm there. We can go on this together. I got you. I got your back. Not just in a Pilates way. And... She left the guy, got let go from a very big um, company and now is in a different place where she's making three times as much, found the love of her life, super stepping into her power, reconnected at the core. Why this other love was disconnecting her. And that happens to me too. I get lost in relationships because I give, give, give and I forget myself because I am a people pleaser and I like to take care of people. And then the Italian Aries shows up, I was like, stop it right here. <laughs> you know? But I've seen it. I've seen it yeah. with so many of my clients. It's really inspiring. Also seeing older women that have done Pilates for 20, 30 years and how they look, how they feel versus people that are like, ah, I don't, I just want to lose weight, but I'm also going to eat five burgers real quick. It just doesn't work that way. Right. And the result, mind, body as well, again, it's only with consistency. You have to do the work. Yeah, it's, and the work isn't just coming in or even seeing you via whatever portal that is, but it's really about you saying, hey, let me tell you some truths. Mm -hmm. Does that match for you? Do you want to uncover and discard that? Yeah. Yeah, because one thing I love and admire the most about you and I and our, our connection, which is also part of the reason, obviously, your brilliance and all that you bring to the table for everyone who comes in contact with you is your bravery and honesty. People love how honest I am until I am. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Same. But I love that. I find truth comforting. Me too. I find honesty. I can trust it. Yeah, exactly. And if I can trust you, then what? I can get vulnerable with you. Exactly. If I can get vulnerable with you, then I'll be intimate with you. You know, like I've yes. often said, Caroline is, and so are you actually, to be in perfect harmony with the truth, really safe, delicious spaces for me. Mm -hmm. Like both of you actually know, this is actually really true, know all the dark shadow sides of me. Like every layer of coloring that I have, you know, and you still love me through it and you don't allow that to take away from who I am in the power that I operate from. And that is a gift. You want to say something? Yes. It's not, I still love you because I love you. Rather. Yes. Thank you. My you know, point. Because this is exactly what I love about you. Nobody's interested in everything is fine and mediocre all the time. 
Mm -mm. I don't operate on that vibration. I like the highs and the lows. That living. Because they're honest. Mm -hmm. If it's just one straight line, we flatlined and we're dead. I like life in all its beautiful (laughs) ruggedness. Sometimes it's dirty and sometimes it's dark and sometimes it's deliciously sunset at the beach. And it's always colorful though with you. Yeah, I try. (laughs) (laughs) I just think for me, for example, also when I first met you, Mm. It was a very, very rough year for me. Mm. I will never forget what you said. You looked me deep in the eye and you said, oh, honey, the storm is over. I got you. And you gave me one of my top 10 hugs in my life. I felt so seen and comforted in my darkest moment probably in life. My mentor had just died. There was a very violent situation. I had set a canyon on fire accidentally. It was a rough year. And for that one little moment, you met me in the eye of the storm. And not everybody gets to do that. I didn't even know you. I mean, now I would feel safe. But at the time, I didn't know. Mm. But I knew in my belly button, this hug was real. And yes. she will be my friend. And I said it to you. We're going to be friends for a long time. You did. I said the same thing to my Costa Rica girl, Dana. I could tell. Right. I meet people, even sometimes just a quick. And I'm like, you you got a message for me. I know it. Mm. I, I can tell. I recognize my teachers. You I know? love it. Yes. Yes, I do. And thank you for being in a safe place. I love you so much. Same. Ditto. Like I feel seen and loved and understood by you. And I know I can call and say, hey, I'm really sad Yes. without that it's being judged, without that I have to say, normally I'm fun and exciting, but right now I'm sad. Like, you, I can be sad. And that's what I tell my friends, even my boyfriends, like, hit me with the truth instead of kissing me with a lie. Ooh, I on. want the truth. That's a Vickyism. I get them all the time. You're welcome, world. <laughs> you know, it's like, see me. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a sunshine kind of friend also, but I'm also there when it's really stormy. Yes, I got you, you. We're all walking each other home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's something that I say in my intro. It's it says. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> after, I didn't know. It's, no, it's all good. <laughs> it's it, it said. Um, after all, aren't we all just souls learning lessons and then walking each other home? Yes, because that's it. That is it. Tune in next week for part two.